All right, so let's get started. So today we are joined by Roy the Boy, Roy the Joy, Roy the Toy, Roy the Automator. Roy, say hello. What's going on, fellas? And of course, Joe's here with us every day. We're going to talk about up? we're going to talk about the possibility of getting sports back in this crazy time, specifically the NBA. But we'll talk a little bit about UFC Fight Island. You can tell that UFC Fight Island is interesting because even I want to talk about it. I don't watch the UFC. <laughs> I watch UFC like in passing, like like. I don't watch it. I don't care enough about it to understand its nuances or to follow specific fighters. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's on like at a and it's expensive to watch, but if it's on like at a bar or my friends are watching, I enjoy, I do enjoy it. I admit it. Um, so, but with for that being said, and, and we're gonna keep this part brief because this is news and development, and I don't know. I personally just don't have much to say on it. Uh, but right now Minneapolis is going through a big drama right now because of the murder of George Floyd at the hands of a confirmed white supremacist police officer and uh, George Floyd and not the police officer George Floyd is obviously the 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 victim African American man killed by a white person once again um well that white police officer and of course Minneapolis is responded in protests uh, there has been some vandalism and some quote unquote looting although Calls of looting fall flat to me when we have entire museums built to glorify all the looting our ancestors have done, or at least not ours, but you know what I mean? So, you know, I could give a fuck about a target. But with that being said, there's a lot of protesters getting caught in between. So if you are so inclined as I am, I want to urge all our listeners to... uh, donate to the minnesota freedom fund you can find it online uh, i donated i don't know if you guys have you don't have to reveal it one way or the other and uh, i urge you to just help out because legal fees are the biggest way that they uh, try to clamp down on the on the operation and the use of free speech via protest right because they try to make it financially unviable to use your rights so please help out if you can i know this is one of those things that uh, you know, it, it, I don't know what your particular ideology is, but I think we can all agree that stifling free speech with the court systems is something we should all resist. So please give if you can. Yes, absolutely. Give what you can. If it, even if it's a dollar, just uh, give what you can uh, and help support the fight. Takes a village, man. Yep. yep. I guess try to have a, a, a. I was looking forward to a fucking fun pod after all this, because the the, uh, the clouds are parting. It looks like we might get some form of NBA back. I, I'm a well-documented NBA junkie. I don't give a shit what kind of NBA I get. Just give me some, um, some some live some live hoops, please. Obviously, you know we got to be careful about it with you know all the obvious problems in the world right now. But if it can't happen, I want it. So it just matters about how could it happen and 
what could happen. So have you guys been following all these different proposals? Like, where are you guys at with the return of the NBA? Yeah, what do you think, Roy? I want to know what Roy thinks. I liked, uh, so uh, when was it, two days ago, I liked Mark Cuban's proposal. And it's basically the, the uh, playoff seeded teams. So it would start with, let's see what he put here, uh, the top 10 from each conference. Then there would be a two play-in matchups of mm-hmm. best of three p- pitting seeds, 17 versus 20 and 18 versus 19. The winners will advance and play the 15th and 16th seeds for the final spots. Then the final spots will be uh, best of seven. Okay. Yeah, I I love that idea. I love having a 20-team playoff with two play-in yep. spots. I, the one I saw was actually 22 teams, and that was based on the fact that there are, I believe – three bubble teams in the West that mathematically still have legitimate opportunity to make the playoffs, San Antonio, Portland, and New Orleans. I think there's also, you have to add in a 22nd for the math to work. So I think Phoenix is, congratulations, Phoenix. I think it's Phoenix. (laughs) I forget who it is. uh, To have a play-in tournament. Uh, The bracket I sent you, which is based on current NBA standings, does not factor that in. So I do want to break down these current, assuming that this would be the one. I find the more likely scenario is it's going to be just these 16 teams, like the ones that would qualify now. And sorry about you, New Orleans. Zion, just rest up. You'll be fine. Uh, Although I want Zion in the playoffs super bad. But currently we get Jean Morant and Luka Doncic. So I'm pretty cool with that. I'd love to drop the Mm -hmm. Nets and I'd love to drop. I actually don't want to drop the Magic, but I'd love to drop the Nets because their best players are hurt. So I would love to see New Orleans take that spot, but, you know, whatever. Because especially if New Orleans took the Nets spot, they'd be playing L.A. in the first round, which would be epic. But uh, so I want to just read the bracket. Th- oh, wait, Joe, what do you think? Where are you at? What's up? Have so, you made, there's all kinds of proposals. There's the World Cup style. Yeah. There's the traditional style. Yeah. What have you seen? What have you heard? What do you think? Well, I actually lean to what uh, Dave DeFore was tweeting today. Um, I'd like, if it's going to come back, and we can have a conversation about if it should come back. Yeah, later. Davis King, it shouldn't come back. Yeah, I, I I agree with him, but this isn't the take I was agreeing with uh, from him in particular. The take was we shouldn't do anything crazy with this season. It should end now, go playoffs, regular playoffs, and then next year we can do the crazy shit because it would to keep the integrity of the season that has started. To finish the integrity of this season, I don't think now's the time to do any of the crazy shit. But if we want to go all in on crazy shit for the next season, because we don't know we'll be still dealing with this, I'm all for it. So yeah. I actually, I, I'm, I'm actually a purist on what I think I hope happens is that look, the season ended. Fuck, that sucks. We're gonna move on to a playoffs where it's the same playoffs we've always had, and then hopefully that champion, whoever wins it, gets some kind of uh, credit because they really went through what any other team would go through in the playoffs. And then next year, the fucking gates are off. Like, let's fucking go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I like. I hadn't thought about that because the World Cup group play has been tossed around a lot. And I'm like, nah, I don't need soccer, basketball to become soccer. <laughs> but next season, that could be fun. That'd be a fun way to sort of oh, have. Oh, yeah. We could do like, like a season, yeah. We could do single elimination tournaments. We could do like all kinds of crazy things next year. Because... Because we like really next year, revenue's going to be like ticket sales aren't going to be a thing next year, probably for a year, year and a half. So really, why do they have to have and they're not going to even play in most of the cities. So why do we even have to have team loyalty for a tournament? You know what I mean? Like if revenue's just going to be evenly spread between these teams, why not have like all star team tournaments where 
LeBron picks a team, Giannis picks a team, and there's a five-game tournament. Like, you know, we're, yeah. you know, something like that. Like, we can, like, really get outside of the box because my biggest thing about it coming back is that this feels like an a undue burden on the players to make this happen, right. and they're not going to be fairly compensated for it. Uh, so I always lean the labor in situations like this, so sure. I don't really sure. see any good way for the league to come back. But if they do... I think just play it out, play out a normal season. I, I, I did, the point you made about labor is, I think, crucial for me because I was that was one of the things I was worried about. For me, I don't know how much you're affected by this. The Players Association signing off on a a sort of plan and principle, right? No, not details, obviously, right? But having a plan and principle to me was meaningful. If for no other reason that the NBA has a historically strong labor union, right? They make 50% of the money. Like, can you imagine any other business, 50% of the money goes to the workers? Like, that's amazing. So if they're okay with it, I'm okay with it. And they seem okay with it, but um, that has to be genuine, right? Like Damian Lillard has already been like, I don't really want to come back for a playing tournament. I'd rather just let you guys deal with it. My guys are all hurt anyway. So I feel like he should be allowed to opt out and it's not a big deal. Yeah. See, pers- personally, I think what they should do is cancel the season. Whatever healthy players that they do have, if they want to play games for charity and do a pick like like the All Star game and do it in Disney and do certain, you know, pick up like five on five half court, that would be great. Like the big three and and just do it all for charity. I think that would be the, you know, that would be great. But um, unfortunately, I don't. I think they're going to go through with this. And they're going to play. And I think it's going to be with uh, a 20 uh, team because uh, Disney ESPN wants Zion. And yeah. they want Zion. Yeah. yeah. And I by agree. chance that Zion could play LeBron. Holy shit. You yeah. know, I yeah. mean, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. These are already going to be the most watched basketball <laughs> games of all time. Like, and then if they can maneuver yeah. that, like, Jesus. <laughs> that's why I think, because you said that, that's why I think, like, I'm with you mostly on the purity thing, but I do think you have an opportunity to do a couple tweaks fans have always asked for. And if it don't work, like, if it doesn't change the math of the playoffs and people don't like them, then fuck it. We don't do it again. It was a one-off, right? Like, the play-on tournament, I don't think greatly changes the math of the playoffs, right? Who you? I mean, do you really care about who gets to play for the right to be swept by the Bucks? Like it doesn't. I don't. It'll be fun, but I don't think it really. I doubt it changes the outcome. If, it if, it change. It definitely changes the integrity of the season when we talk about it in historical context. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's already out the window, but if you're yeah. going to maintain any level of league purity, you have to run a regular playoff Man. because we've had we've had we've had shortened seasons due to labor, but the playoffs have always been the same. Right, right, right. Well, and so for this, you like, you can get away with the number of games that we had, but to change the integrity of the playoff, which is really changing the first round is what they've talked about. I think that I think that does change things. Well, I mean, it definitely changes things. And what, the question is whether or not those changes are positive, are net positive or net negative. And that's going to come down, I think, to the individual fan level. Because I, I hear you. You're not wrong. Um, I just love the the, uh, the the thing that that I love, which I've always wanted, and we would give a chance to test run. And I th- in a sort of no, almost low, in a very low risk scenario, is the reseeding one through sixteen, bracket one, bracket two, no more east versus west. Um, particularly because I love some of these, now that, and that has shortcomings too, right? Like if we just switch to a one through sixteen bracket, we're gonna lose a lot of rivalries, right? We're not gonna get 
Houston versus Warriors two years in a row. We're not going to get Celtics versus uh, 76ers again, right? unless it's just, we just luck out. Uh, so there's something to be lost there. I don't know if I would endorse 1216. I'll put it this way. 1216 is something I've always wanted as a permanent change. I've always wanted to see it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like this is a chance to do some tweaks where we can see him. I take your point about the purity. Some of the purity has been lost already because of the loss of the regular season, although we could rescue the playoffs from that. But then again, like, for example, Memphis has no business being on this bracket. They had the hardest remaining schedule. New Orleans had the easiest. New Orleans was going to overtake them. So I think even the purity of the first round is already suspect, I guess I'll say. But that I don't doesn't know. mean I don't I think I mean that's a hypothetical. Like <laughs> that's yeah. a hypothetical. Like Memphis could have went on a fucking winning streak. They've beaten a lot of teams who have over five hundred records. That's not like you can't. That's fair. No. No, that's fair. Oh, for sure. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Um with that being said, I do think the most likely scenario is going to be and the other argument against the the reseeded bracket is uh for example, I'm trying to look at some of these matchups. Lakers Nets, you got to fly from one side of the country to the other for all these games. It's you know causes fatigue and it's a yeah, voices. But in a bubble situation, you don't have that problem, right? You're already there. Uh, So I I would like to see the World Series 16, and I feel like that's the one I'm getting the most energy behind when I listen to podcasts or read Twitter. Do you guys get that feeling that one through 16 is going to be? What we get, whether or not we get some kind of plan, I also think we'll get some kind of small plan. But I feel like we're going to get one through sixteen. Do you guys agree with that or, or not? I think we will. I think we'll get the one one through sixteen. But um, I mean, just think of the amount of games seven seven series uh, seven game series coming through. Everyone quarantined in that one space with their family, not being able to leave. It's just it doesn't make sense. Uh, people are going to leave. I think they should just take the whole league, all the teams, and do like a March Madness, one and done, and and do it for charity. Don't name it. Don't name it. You know the uh, NBA champion. Just cancel that for this year, and just and then everyone has a chance, one and done. And you only there. For, I mean, it reduces the risk. I I wish I was. I wish we knew an epidemiologist so I could ask. How big is how different is the risk of being there for one month or being or being there for what two weeks that would take, or being there for eight weeks to finish out? Um, but I'm, I'm, you're probably right. Um, with that being said, I think like you said, we're probably getting one through sixteen. So okay, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read you the matchups, and you guys want to go through these just as a sort of yeah. thought experiment. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. All right. So. One through sixteen. So bracket one will be Bucks versus Magic, Heat versus Thunder, Celtics versus 76ers, Clippers versus Mavericks. Uh, I love this bracket. I love everything about this bracket. Uh, I think that I would love to see Luca take on Kawhi, even though he's gonna lose in five games. I want to see him take on Kawhi. And that offense is for real. Do the you Clippers. have a link for the matchups so I can like look at them also? Yeah, yeah, I put it in the uh, Twitter DMs. Twitter. <clears throat> okay. All right. You can go on. All right, so Clippers-Mavericks is exciting because I think that uh, Luka versus Kawhi is a fun matchup, and I also think that the Mavericks could fuck around and upset, especially if they did, like, a five-game series. If for no other reason, only this. The Mavericks have one good thing going for them, and that is – when their office gets hot, it is crazy hot. And that's how you beat the Clippers is a hot shooting. Because they, 
if they have a weakness, and all these teams are imperfect, which is too bad we're not going to get the full season because I just thought we have 16 imperfect teams, and that feels like a wide open – it felt like an opener fielder than we've had in a long time. But the Clippers, they don't score a ton. They score fine, but they're not putting up 130 regularly, 120 regularly like Dallas does. But they're number one in defense. That's why. Yeah. They're so yeah. deep. Dude, that would oh, be a sweet. I think they match up well, and the thing with the Clippers is they put you in foul trouble. Yep. So the Mavericks have less talent overall, and a lot of that talent is going to be in foul trouble. Yep. So yep. I feel like oh. the Clippers are going to be fine. Oh, yeah. No, it should be yeah. over. It should be a gentleman's sweep, right? Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that Kawhi's team is still going to be wearing Clippers jerseys, so fucking anything is possible. Yep. And everybody forget, forgets about saying Paul George. It was an MVP Ooh. candidate last year. Yeah. It was an MVP candidate last year before he got hurt. Yeah, then he got hurt. Yeah. He's the, yeah. And he's, he's been hurt most of the year, but now what's scary is he's had a lot of time to heal. Right. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's, uh... And their record with him, like with, with everybody healthy, is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also think that Celtics 76ers is a first-round matchup. Probably Boston and, and six, but I think that's good for the league because it's an immediate rivalry. It's, it, it would give us something to be excited for right out the gate, I think. I, it, it's going to matter to see if Embiid and uh, Simmons got healthy. Because if they got yeah. healthy, oh man, it's a total. If Embiid is, if Embiid comes back in better shape than like one, he had a chance to rest. But if he's in good shape, I I would pick yeah. him. I would pick that to go seven, and I, it's a coin flip. Yeah. I, yeah, like yeah, like straight coin flip. But it really yeah, depends they go on seven, how healthy he is. If they go seven, I could see him beating Simmons playing up to the Celtics because of the rivalry. Yeah, and I, also, I who's taking the last shot for the Celtics? Who's taking the last shot? I told you, Kimba? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, Tatum. or Kemba? It's Tatum, right? Yeah, Tatum's gonna be the I next big man. star for him, and Kemba will take it. I think Kemba should take it. I think Tatum will take it. The way Tatum was playing, it feels like he's the guy now on that team. It feels like it's his team. Yep. Uh, I, that's a tough series for him because they could put Simmons on him. Yeah. Yep. And Simmons yep. is probably one of the most it's, – it's crazy. He's probably one of the most underrated defenders in the league. But think yeah, about it. I, if, I'll agree, but only because I think people recognize his defense, but all we talk about is his bad shooting, so we never mention Yeah, it's like, but yeah. no, like this guy might be the best wing defender in the league. <laughs> So it's like, uh, but the 76ers are just like, I, I figured just like the Bucks as last year's. Because if you guard Simmons, double Embiid, you think Tobias, Tobias Harris is going to beat you? No, nobody. no, it's, it's going to be Al Horford. It's going to be up to Al Horford. Yeah. Wouldn't that be some poetry if Al Horford mm-hmm. beats the Celtics? Yeah. That's not No, he definitely knows them. Yeah. <laughs> so they right. definitely have the inside advantage. And that's a huge advantage with that front court. They made it a dirty series. I could see Boston like Boston like this Boston team is tough-ish, but I could see the Sixers just out toughing them. Here's the thing: based on personnel, the Sixers should have this, but they don't. And I don't know if that speaks well of the Celtics, poorly of the Sixers, or both. No, it's 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 Sixers need a better coach. That's the only problem with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. They need a better. Yeah. coach. Been saying, man. I've been saying that. Everybody's been saying that. Like everybody's thinking he's been, he's should have been gone. He's not a, two years behind on a new coach. Yeah, he's a uh, he's uh, Brett Brown's not bad. He's just clearly not the coach for this. He's kid. not. A, you know, he's not. A, he's he's Doug Collins. He ain't Phil Jackson or uh, or Scotty Brooks. He's like a like a player development coach. He's not gonna get you to the playoff. He's not gonna get you to the promised land. No. So he, we can agree that Tobias Harris is the third best player, right? 
on the seven team, sadly, yeah. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> couple questions. Would you would you rather have Tobias Harris or Jason Tatum? Tatum. What's the price? Oh, just it doesn't Tatum. matter. Like I don't Tatum. even think that's. No, I've added a lot to price. Price. I guess Tobias, Tatum, Tobias Harris or Jalen Brown. Tobias Harris makes the match. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is who I want. That's what I'm getting at. I want Jalen Brown more than anybody in the league. Gordon Haywood or Tobias Harris? No, Gordon Tobias Harris for sure. Uh, Uh, Gordon Haywood's got way better defense. But yeah, I'm saying it, I'm saying, his, like, he can't stay healthy. Like that he injury m- might have fucked him up forever. That's what he's, I was afraid, getting at. he's afraid of the rim now. Yep, that's true. But that's yeah. what I was getting at, Joe. He's getting the max. That's what the crazy. Yeah, thing. Tobias Harris is, is overpaid. He's so, way so overpaid. Is, so is Hayward. Yeah. yeah. I agree Hayward wasn't overpaid when he signed the deal. You never yeah. know a guy's gonna get hurt that bad. Harris was always one of my low-key under the radar, I would love the Rockets to get him on a, on a reasonable deal. And then when I saw what the Sixers paid for him, I was like, not that deal. Fuck that. That's ridiculous. He's a poor man's Carmelo. But it's it's also a matter of circumstance. Like, they had to pay him that to keep him because of when he was a free agent. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Isn't Carmelo a poor man's Carmelo now? Hey, Carmelo's playing good. The best he's been done in three years. Where is he even? No, he's not. He's not. They just, they're a bad team and they can let him take as many shots as he wants. No, they're allowing him to play, Joe. Oh, he's on Portland. That's right. Yeah. They're allowing him to play, Joe. That's yeah. the only reason. Because all their good players are hurt. Yep. <laughs> to go back to your question, Roy, Jalen Brown is who I'd want out of all those players. I think Jalen Brown has the highest ceiling because he just has, he just reminds me of a, like a baby Scotty Pippen. And I just love that kind of player. And he was a bubble uh, all-star. And the Celtics had two, Kimba and them in. So, I, mean, I, think, I agree. I, I think Jalen Brown has too many people in that backcourt. I've always thought they need to trade a guard, but they got he's got a share time with Tatum, Walker, uh, Smart, and Hayward. Like, he's just not going to – I think they, he's got an – I think he's an all-star level. He had potential – the right situation, that dude is an all-star, maybe even NBA, second-team NBA. And he's not going to do it when he's got a share time with four other guards. Well, they extended him. So yeah. He's not yeah. there. But I, I actually think he – I think Tatum's actually – I, me and Roy actually had arguments about this when we were in mm. Vegas, and I was shitting on Tatum, and then that guy proved me completely wrong. I, I still think Tatum is the most talented player on that team. Yep. I think he has the highest ceiling oh, actually yeah. now. I, I agree. I agree that Tatum is the highest ceiling because he has the most offensive skills. I agree with that. I think Jalen Brown is a sure thing. That's what I think. Maybe not the highest ceiling. I think, I think a high ceiling, the, the sort of – the, uh, the the sort of thing we don't talk about when someone has a high ceiling is that high ceilings invariably come with high variance, right? They might not live yeah, up to that. Yeah, I, I just think Jay, I think Jalen Brown's a all star. Tatum is MVP potential. Yeah, right, right. But yeah. I'm also just not a believer. I don't think he's going to reach that potential. And I think Jalen Brown's a sure thing. But I, I, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Jason Tatum is is is. Um, I, I he's better than I thought he would be already. I still don't know that I believe his ceiling is as high as everyone else believes, but I mm-hmm. see why they think it, and I totally could be wrong. Do you know what's crazy is that the uh, 76ers passed up Tatum for uh, Markel Fultz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that happens. Uh, poor Markel Fultz. Hey, he's doing uh, better. He is. Uh, heat Thunder. Uh, this, sounds, this one feels like a, a competitive series to me. I don't know why. Maybe because the eight and the nine on there. Well, yeah, they're the two most even teams record-wise, but also because like they're both gritty and they have smart veterans, and this is going to be uh, high level of basketballs on the court. High level basketball IQ on that court too. Yeah, Paul 
Adams, Butler, and Drajic. There's a lot of basketball. Oh, yeah. and, and Gallinari. There's a lot yeah. of just knowing oh, yeah. how to play basketball. Spoh's still a really good coach. Right. Uh, I'm not sold on Donovan, but he's got Chris Paul. He doesn't really need anything. Yeah, they got they got two coaches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll say Heat and Six because forget about Abadeva. What's his name? Abadeva, too. The all-star for Miami. Man. Butler. I would lean Heat for sure. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would I absolutely lean Heat. I'd, I'd pick, the, pick heat. the Heat. I'd pick the Heat, heat too. Heat are a stealthy finals pick, I think. Coming out of this bracket? Well, I'm thinking the old bracket. Because uh, this bracket, yeah, actually, yeah. Actually, I think I, I think this bracket's easier for them because I think yeah. they can't beat as the Raptors. Yeah. And that Bucks will lose second round, as always. To the Heat, the Bucks. Yeah. That they know how to beat can, the Bucks. They I can see the Heat beating the Bucks. The That's Bucks. why I think they're a sneaky finals yeah. pick. Here's why I okay. I'm gonna go uh, Bucks Magic real quick. I think I could see if there's if this is upset as if we open with the old school series of five and not seven. Mm-hmm. I could see the Magic beating the Bucks only for two reasons. One, if the Bucks <laughs> the Bucks come out slow because of their yeah. their because of the layoff, and the Magic the only reason they're any good which they're not that good is their defense. That's the only thing they can rely on is their defense. And I could see them in this specific situation winning three games. I wouldn't put any money on it, but I, I could see it. <laughs> I could see them winning one. I could see, yeah, see them winning one game. <laughs> the right, first I game. That. I could right. see them winning the first game of the series in that Are game. We betting? <laughs> Are we betting? Are we betting? Oh, I'll bet that all day. All right. I will take one beer on the Magic winning game one if they play the Bucks. No, I, I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Who's any takers? I got it, yeah. I'm not taking that. That's what I think is going to happen. No king, no law. Nothing can hold me at all. Love will be torn. I give my life to the cause. Okay, so the next half of the bracket, Lakers versus Nets, Jazz versus Rockets, Nuggets versus Pacers, Raptors versus Grizzlies. Uh, we'll close with the Rockets side of the bracket. Actually, let's open with the Rockets. Have y'all seen Skinny Harden? I want to talk about Skinny Harden. Yeah, I've seen Skinny Harden. Yeah. Well, how do we – that's – I mean, he has is, that, is, is Skinny Harden a big deal, little deal, or no deal? It's a very big deal. Right? But, but I don't know if it's a good thing. Yeah, I worry about how much of his his uh, ability was just strength from fat fat guy strength. Yeah. He's strong. Like if he still has that strength, then it's great for his cardio. But okay, so here's the thing: Why is James Harden skinny? I I don't have an athletic subscription anymore. Like I've seen pieces and pieces of them talking about it on uh, Twitter, where he's like he's done yoga and all this shit. But he's the only reason Harden would do this is to change his game. Harden was struggling before the season ended because we don't run pick and roll anymore, which is the kind of player he is. Is he getting smaller so he can be faster, so we can just have Westbrook running to the hoop and then him running to the hoop for the duration of the game? Oh, I think he's that's why like I think he's skinny. That's like why Harden. I think he's skinny, so he can just go to the hole. Like he can yep. play like Russ, because James James is talented enough. He can play however the fuck he wants. He's proven right. that. 
He's like, I want to do it this way. He'll you do it my, that way. You see Michael Jordan praising Harden? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, also, too, Joe, I mean, the uh, uh, men's clubs have been closed, so he hasn't yeah, been able to that's waste what I was money gonna say, man. No more stripper buffets. <laughs> no more, yeah. No more lemon pepper. Wait a minute. <laughs> buffets at stripper. Wait, yeah, no more. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I guess you. No more. <laughs> No more fucking uh, $20 prime rib at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm sure no, he can but... have strippers come to him. He's, he's you know, he's changed. Yeah, life. yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's nice. You lose the spontaneity of it, right? It's yeah. like, all right, I guess it's it's 9 p.m. I guess you should go, you know? <laughs> I, I, fucking, uh, you've been here since fucking lunchtime. Yeah. Fucking, uh, here's the thing about about skinny Harden for me, and like I think you nailed it, like about changing his game and changing his body. I um, yeah, I guess I want to see Harden sped up. Like I guess that's what I see, want to see. I want to see what that looks like. I hadn't put it together that he's with Russ on the side. Uh, that's a fucking that's a two headed monster. I don't know how you guard that. If you have, if you have Russell Westbrook on one side, and then Russell Westbrook with a step back three on the other side, how do you how do you how do you defend that? See, I think the one thing I think contributed to him losing weight is well with the two month layoff, it's gonna be young legs coming back, run and gun. You're gonna have late I mean, I know LeBron's been playing, right? I know he's been practicing in that, but it's gonna take him a little bit of time for some of the older players just be you know, uh father time catching up. And I think that's he looks his body style looks like uh Donovan Mitchell to me right now. Like he wants to go faster and harder to the hole. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our biggest, like, the Rockets' uh, best opportunity is to outrun everybody yeah. uh, while everybody's getting their legs back uh, to playing is just out-cardio them. The problem with it is we, we still have one of the oldest teams in the league. Right. Uh, right. So, yeah. A two-month break and also no more plane, no more plane rides helps mitigate that mm-hmm. somewhat. Everybody else has that same advantage, too, though. Right. Assuming they come back in shape. <laughs> yeah. I assume I assume all the elite guys are coming back in shape. I would uh, okay. Now, here's a question, and now uh, the obvious answer was Harden, but the top, apparently it's not true. Who is the most important player on their team coming back out of shape? Embiid. 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 You don't think it's Jokic? No, Embiid. I guess he was already out of shape. No, I don't. No, I he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. already out of shape. And that guy, that guy plays himself in the shape. No, of it's Embiid. Again. But I actually think. Uh, they have a good matchup for the, this, like the Nuggets Pacers. That's I think that's a good matchup for him, even if he's out of shape. I don't think they'll have any trouble winning that series. I think yeah. they'll have trouble in the next round. Yeah, who guards who guards Jokic? Turner. That feels like he's gonna get yeah. the ball thrown all over him, yeah. and if he goes to the bonus, he's gonna get shot over. Yeah. So I yeah. think yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think Embiid, if Embiid is in in shape. The Sixers can win the title. If Embiid is not in shape, they can lose and they can get something. But see, there's a lot of teams that if everything breaks right and none of those breaks are, like, unreasonable, right? Clippers, 76ers, Heat, Bucks, Lakers, Rockets, Raptors. I find all contenders. If everything breaks right for them and none of those breaks are, like, like outlandish, right? Embiid coming back healthy is not outlandish. I, so, I don't think the Rockets are contenders. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, oh, that's it, to... man. Guys, that's the last episode of the show. <laughs> it's been a great ride. I've been saying that at the beginning of the year. Time, I've been, I told Jorge at the beginning of the year. No, no, no. But anyways, we're home before. So, 
you know, talking about how having everything fall into place for this to happen. The one thing I don't want to see as a fan is the Nets make it past the first round because you know it's going to Durant talk is going to come up because you've seen him videos. He's already playing three on three. He's I don't know we don't have Durant talk right now. <laughs> yeah, Wait, hold up. Since we're here, actually, because I did want to bring this up, let's fucking go pie in the sky. What if Kyrie and Durant come back? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Amazing. How good would that be just for our spirits? Oh, the coach. <laughs> I can't even name their current coach right now. That would be the best career move of his life. <laughs> oh, wait. It was Kenny Atkinson. They fired him. They who, fired who, him, yeah. Who did they get? They got time to get Mark Jackson, man. They're waiting Let's go. Tyler. Let's go. Kyrie, oh KD, God. Mark Jackson. Let's do Kyrie, this please shit. Please give me Kyrie, KD, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Oh, my God. Please give me that. There's still time. I don't, I, I, I don't think they could beat the Lakers, though. I'm picking the Nets just because if they're healthy. Yeah, I still don't think they can beat the Lakers. <laughs> I don't think they can beat the Lakers. Yeah. What I'm saying is I'm going to pick the Nets. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to beat the Jazz. I'm not worried about that. I'm not either, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm not. Uh, Rudy, Nuggets, I think take Gobert, like, but see, here's the thing with the Rockets. The Nuggets, the Nuggets uh, I don't know if the Rockets can beat the Nuggets now. We're not on that side of the bracket, are we? Oh, we are. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. The Nuggets were always our bitch, but the reason was because of Clint. Now I don't have Clint. Mm-hmm. Right. But one thing how you're saying about be- Jokic being in shape in that, one thing I remember is the elevation that they're playing at in Denver. At uh, Was it at 8,500 feet? I mean, it's going to be a complete difference and help That's them. That's true. And the Nuggets, they don't work hard. They never have. And the Pacers work hard. And I could, I, I could, like, I think the Nuggets would win, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't count out the Pacers. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't either. Nate McMillan as a coach, I wouldn't either. I think they make it a series. I just don't, I don't think they can beat, I don't think they have enough to beat the Nuggets. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. I, this is more me questioning. Now, Oladipo's gotten more time to heal. If he comes That's back true. and he's 80%, of right. the all like all star Oladipo, hey, they got a shot. Yeah, but, uh, Depot, Turner, Sabonis, Brogdon, I'll roll with that against the Nuggets. Yeah. I, I still, I just, I think the Nuggets are just clearly better than them. They definitely have more talent. The Nuggets yeah. should win, but I just don't. I just think out of this, out of that, this bracket on the right side, the Nuggets are the only ones that can contend against the Lakers of Anthony Davis. That's the only thing. Body yeah, for you body. really think highly of the Nuggets, man. I guess I don't. Yeah. Who would yeah, you put? No, I, I, I agree with you, Roy. I so think who, the Nuggets are clearly the second best team in this bracket. Who would you put really? on? Not the Raptors. No. 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 I love Kyle Lowry, but no. Uh-uh. I think the Raptors Grizzlies is just trash. Game. I think the they're Raptors not- are are good. They're entertaining. But here's the thing: Are you we really gonna pick Eastern Conference teams against Western Conference teams in a playoff series where it's not the finals? Like. Seriously, like it's just a different it's a different level of play. Uh, yeah, that's you know, your 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 sort of theme of hard doses of reality, Joe, are really fucking with my vibe <laughs> right now. Cause I really want to pick the Raptors to beat the Lakers. Oh. <laughs> but the Hori, Hori, for listen to this though. Okay. So really the only two teams I can see contending with the Lakers in this bracket would be Nuggets and Jazz. Jazz because of Gobert, but that the won't jazz. happen. Because, hold the on, jazz because, past us. but that's what I'm saying. They're not going to get past us. So the Rockets are going to win that series. I totally mm-hmm. agree, 100. Mm-hmm. But 
nobody else can body up against Anthony Davis, which means double team constantly on Anthony Davis. And we're going to double team LeBron and leave Danny Green open. And yeah, look, switch everything, and then you beat him on the offensive side. Like that's that has can, to be it. They can still be. they can still run Dwight out there with Davis, which and Dwight has been McGee. Yeah, so true. good this year. But just like like if you take out McGee and you put Dwight, they now have the best defense of any team in the playoffs. I would love to see Dwight try to guard on the perimeter because you can't like that's the that's always been the Lakers' problem. Like if you're gonna put you're talking, uh, so you're talking Dwight. LeBron, AD, and two guards. Their guards Jabelle are all McGee trapped. too. And yeah. JaVale McGee? Yeah. yeah not at the same time. Yeah, those are not at the same time. You yeah. can't play them all at once is what I'm saying. Oh, this I'm, has always been, to yeah. me, the Lakers' potential thing you can figure out is their weakness is that they can't play all their best players at the same time. Like, you have to – that's that's the the thing you have to figure out how to exploit. I will agree that because D'Antoni doesn't really like to mess with lineups much, I worry that he's going to figure out how to exploit that. I would love to see Popovich play the Lakers. I feel like he could expose it and then show us how to do it. Because there's a, there's a, there is a rotational weakness there that I don't think has been exposed yet because that sort of thing gets exposed at the playoffs. Yeah, but none of these teams can expose them. Like, not one of these teams in their bracket can expose them. And I don't think any, I don't think any team here has what it takes to really expose them. <laughs> I, like, mean, I Which I, is I, weird, I, which is weird because I, I would assume the Bucks, but I feel like uh, they're a bad matchup for the Bucks in a, in a playoff series. I just feel like I maybe this is just romance, but I, the one I'm seeing, like if I were going to just take my fandom away, I don't like the Raptors on my side of the bracket. Just because I, I don't know the I know the defending champion mystique they've been out, they've been playing better than people gave them credit for. I think veteran leadership and chemistry is something we haven't valued as much as say shape or cardio or young legs. They're my dark horse to get out of this bracket. Clippers Raptors is my dark horse finals matchup. Okay, Kawhi versus his old team. Yeah, be, but they're not. I mean, it's not. No, they're not his. I mean, yes, they're his old team, but they were never really his team. He yeah. was. He was there because he had to be there. He got a ring and he left. He's like you know, like there's no like real drama there. I'm trying to look up at the the Rockets. We, uh, man, this is crazy. So I, you know, it's regular season, but you, yeah. you use what data you can, right? Obviously, whole shaker soft for this, but we beat them in LA. By ten points, they beat us in Houston by nine points. That was, those guys were two weeks apart, right before we were, right before we went out for break. This is the Lakers, Clippers, the Lakers, the Lakers, yeah. and the Lakers. The one and the win was the small ball team. Yeah, whatever that's worth. Uh, I mean, I'm going to pick the Rockets because I'm a Rockets. Uh, I disagree that the Rockets don't have a way out of this. Their way out is like nobody had a chance to get used to the small ball. They kind of the same thing like the Lakers, weirdly. We haven't had a chance to get exposed. They have to hit shots. I don't know. It feels yeah, like that they, last week. I feel like the last week of the season, they were pretty clearly exposed. Yeah. I have to go back and look at that. I don't know if I agree. It felt like, like, it felt like even they were complaining, like, yeah, it's like it's because that Phoenix loss was the worst one I remember. And it looked like Phoenix had just, like, they, the Clippers exposed it, and then everybody had the blueprint. And then, like, that last week, it was just like, goddamn, are we, are we even good? Uh, that last week was pretty rough. I'm looking at the. I'm gonna look at the, the games right now. Hold up. 
So out of the left yeah, side bracket. How did it feel to you? Yeah. Out of, out of the uh, that left last side. Of the, the last week of the rocket season, what'd you think? I it it's so the, the rockets, man. It's every. Uh, I mean, I said we went. Think, so we went to close out. Let's see. I we I forget what small ball was. We went. We had a six-game win streak, then a four-game losing streak, and then a win. Some of those losses were Eric Gordon being out. Uh, to what you know, you can decide how much that matters, but just as a sort of note. But yeah, I do remember that now. Um, we'll definitely expose that we can't win without Eric Gordon, and that we need to hit shots. Um, I don't know, but it, it's that's the thing. The thing about the Rockets, man, it's always been that. Like, if we hit our threes, we're going to win. If we don't, we're going to mm-hmm. lose. It's live and die. It's live by the sword, die by the sword with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. But you know, back to you, Joe. I, I'm a Rockets fan, but I'm not a homer. <laughs> I mean, this, I, well, no, I, I mean, love the Rockets. I'm rooting yeah, for them to win. But, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that they can do it. Uh, I just team. really can't get that last week of that the taste of that yeah. last week out of them because <laughs> it was so bad. It was their rough bet, to watch. Best chance was with Chris Paul uh, in that past, and I, I think next year D'Antoni won't be there. I think we're going to. No, see, it's, it's 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 pretty clear D'Antoni's already a lame duck. Yeah, it's going to be different. Since you brought it up, then like there's been a lot of names thrown around for potential. Now, obviously, it's a, a championship or bust. I think if he actually makes the finals, he might stick around. But I think it's NBA yeah. finals or bust. Like, I don't yeah. think he has to win a championship to want to stick around. He, he Remember, he did turn down an extension, so maybe he just wants to move on, too. Mm-hmm. They did eventually give him one. Um, it wasn't what he wanted, so he walked away. But he did actually turn it down. It wasn't that he never offered it. Um, but they didn't give him the one that he wanted, so it might have been like a soft turn down. I don't know. I wasn't there. But I think if he gets an NBA finals, he goes back. Presuming that, that doesn't happen. A lot of names have been thrown about coaching. Which names have you heard that you are interested in, cringeworthy, or maybe there's a name that hasn't been said that you think should be said? Roy? Tibbs, hell no. But um, today they had some news saying that New York is his type number one right now. But yeah. um, <laughs> I like for the Rockets itself. Thank you, New York. For the Rockets itself, I like Ty Lue. I like Ty really? Lue. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Over Mark Jackson. I think Mark Jackson's great. I just don't think he fits for this team. I think Ty Lue, I mean, think of the teams that he won with, with, I mean, with LeBron. I mean, I mean, with this, he's got a super, he's got two superstars. He had three superstars on the other team, you know, and I think he can deal with egos because there's still egos no matter what. I know Mm -hmm. Harden and Westbrook are boys, but there's still egos in there. So I think he would be really good, but um, we would, the Rockets would have to give up a, a lot of money for him. But I think he would be great unless unless uh, Maury, if he's still there or Fertitta wants to trade with another team for another coach like they did with, you know, I mean, they could do that. But weirdly, Maury's fucking China fuck up has been erased by COVID because now everybody's like, yeah, fuck China. He was right. Like, that's not what he did at all. Definitely for the wrong reason. But but it's still rumored he's he's out. Yeah. Like heavily rumored. Like, uh, who was it? Uh. Richard Jefferson on the jump was pretty much saying it's a done deal. Maury's out. How does he know? I mean, he's got an ear to the league. He's an analyst now. He's a, he's a former player. I'm going to need more than Richard Jefferson to start believing that, but I want this the possibility. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see Richard Jefferson knowing just because players talk. Like, and if Tillman went to James and he was like, hey, you cool with Daryl being gone after this? And James was like, yeah, all right. Think that's oh, it. for sure. No, no, that's what yeah, I, I think. I think that's a rumor Richard Jefferson could get pretty easily. Uh, I'll look into that, but I don't want to. I don't want to consider yeah, NBA. But as a 
as a fan, I would love the Rockets to get Jeff Van Gundy. As a fan, that's it. I, think, I mean, just, I, just a fan. <laughs> here's what I think. I think it's funny you brought up Ty Luke because I think in many ways that's the opposite of a coach that I like, and but I know it wouldn't work because he's just not a vet, and that's Kenny Atkinson. I like Kenny Atkinson, but I don't think that he's a more of a team development coach. We need somebody who's going to – we need more of a leader. Ty Luke could be it. I like Jeff Van Gundy, but I like him only if he's part of MDA because an MDA could – not MDA, fucking uh, Maury because then Maury could micromanage the offense through Van Gundy who won't care, and Van Gundy can shore up the defense, which is the thing we need. Yeah, I mean, we've seen we've seen that show before. I'm I don't need Jeff Van Gundy back. I love him. Like I would I I don't need I don't need to I don't need to watch more Jeff Van Gundy games ever again in my life. Uh, I don't have a real dream coach, really. I think this this is a veteran team. I don't really know if it matters who's going to be in charge unless because uh, I, don't, I don't these guys are kind of in their ways enough where I don't know if it's really going to change who they are. They're going to shoot threes, you know, like they're going to shoot threes. They're going to be what they are. Right. Uh, I my preference would be to keep D'Antoni, uh, but it's yeah. tough. I haven't heard any names that made me go, "Wow, that'd be like the guy," or "Wow," anything like that. I haven't heard any anything like that. Only Van uh, Gundy made me feel that way, and that's exclusively homerism. Yeah, because even Thibodeau, like fucking five years ago, imagine us being like, "Fuck him, yeah. no!" Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but the Rockets are not going to rebuild, so they're going to try to make a big splash. They're they can't rebuild. They, they're all in on the next three because years with not, those four. Yeah. Harden's the next McGrady. How? No, he's, he's, he's already he's, so much better. He's won, he's won conference. He's been in the conference finals. If they have to rebuild, if the Rockets have to rebuild, how many more years? He's got what? Oh, Harden, Harden's probably got four MVP See? level years left. Yeah, That's the worst thing for. But I don't know Tillman Fertitta. I mean, we'll, we'll see what he's going to do this offseason. Yeah, but it's going to be a very interesting. It's going to be a very interesting offseason for the Rockets for many reasons, mostly because... Are you, are you look, implying Tillman Fertitta would trade James Harden? Yes, no. oh, he absolutely would. Oh, I, I don't what? think he would. I don't, I don't think, think he would either. That just feels like an obviously dumb move. He would trade Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. he trade Westbrook. I don't, I don't put I don't put anything above Tillman. I think he would trade Harden. <laughs> he could oh, trade Harden and rebuild. Yeah. He could train hard and rebuild. Try to be a running gun team still. Trade them both. Yeah. Gilman Fertitta doesn't strike me as a rebuilder. If he's going to trade hard, it's because some other all-star became available. Like I've He's not trading for picks. I don't pick. see that. He looks like he's like... He I don't think he will do it. I'm not, I don't put it past him. I think that's like something radical enough. He'd be like, no, give me this guy. Like, you know... That's the kind of person he is. Uh, unless there's like another MVP or anticipated MVP type player out there i don't see that i don't i don't even i am going to put it past him he doesn't strike me as an idiot and he wants and he's and we all know he's hurting for money so he's not going to like sit through three years of rebuilding with no playoff revenue sure i just think they're going to rebuild i think if they lose mda this year, I, I still, they, hey, they're they're all in for three years man they're, yeah, they they're got not, three years i don't know what i don't even i don't know why you think that or how they could do it because really, the playing style that they have right now they would have to learn a totally new, different style with a new coach for next in time for next season. Unless you get a pushover, yeah, you know. Just, oh, unless you get, no, I agree. No, I unless agree. you get Ty Lue. Oh, Ty Lue wouldn't do that. I don't think Ty Lue's a pushover. No, I don't know. He's just always assuming if you coach for LeBron that LeBron's the coach. Although, <laughs> I mean, in some regard, but that's I think I think uh, 
Lou Lou showed enough <laughs> with the yeah. Cavs. Like he showed enough because essentially he took four different teams to the final. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just throwing shade because he's he was with LeBron. Yeah. Um, I don't think they would. No, I, I think, I think that, I think your presumption that a new coach means a whole new style is 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 incorrect i think obviously they pick a coach that can jive with the style and can work with it and that's probably part of the interview like this is our personnel or they can convince them that they can do something um they can involve it using the existing personnel but there's no there's no path towards rebuilding really financially there's nothing really available and we don't have an owner whose disposition is a rebuilder so let me ask you this. So can we agree that MDA is the creator of small ball, right? Like he's like the professor of this, right? Can we agree that yeah, he created yeah. this? Right. We lose him. What makes you think that we've had the best person that created this? We lose somebody... him. That's the end of small ball. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, that's the, Which that's means, the... right. Which yeah. means new playbook, different style. No, oh, go... you just get it. You just get a new Capella and go back yeah. to that offense. <laughs> yep. You just yeah. get a cheaper Capella. That's yeah. like, that's why they got rid of him. You just get a guy who's similar and cheaper. Yep. Maybe it's yeah, I think it's easy. I think, you, I, think, I think you flip back pretty easy. Mm-hmm. They were playing that style for like six weeks. I think you flip back pretty easy. Yeah. You trade Gordon and you get yourself a, de- a serviceable Capella, mini, like a mini Capella. Yeah. The, the, it's just no. Russell Westbrook can't shoot, so it really limits uh, the things they're able to do on the court. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter though because we're gonna win the NBA championship, bro. Because we already <laughs> we have the first the first culturally asterisk championship, and then we'll get the second one too. <laughs> so wait, so who is everyone picking from these brackets to come out? Look at the Rockets. No, okay. Who are you picking out from the left side though for the for the championship? Oh, the left side. I gotta pull back up. Joe, who are you picking? I would go Clippers, Lakers. That's what I'm going with Celtics playing Clippers being the best game in that series there. But yeah, LA all the way. Yeah. I'm going Rockets over Clippers to cement how much LA as a city hates Houston. Cause we'll have beat kept. We'll have beat <laughs> for that to happen. We'd have to beat in the Lakers yep. prevented the Clippers from getting to the championship. We also beat them three, one and we beat the Dodgers. Like that, that, that's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm picking. That's my betting. I got, I got – that's my call. That's my – right. that's, that's what I'm picking. All right. I hope that's what happens. We'll see if basketball comes back for real. Yeah, hopefully – how can I say this? Hopefully it can. Yeah. Right? Like, and when I don't say that it should or that it will because I don't want it to sound like it's disregarding the best possibility. Yeah. Um, I hope that it's viable and I hope it goes fine. Um, I – if I'm being – if I'm taking off my sort of, like – quarantine boredom starting ebay stores making anime music videos <laughs> uh i just think ra- coldly rationally they shouldn't come back i i, I think ultimately i'm with david before but my my just i mean i just admit it my, my my starvation for live hoops is just hoping that they can but if they can't then they should
But you know yeah. what is back is UFC. Yes, it fight is. Island, fight multiple island. events. They've had multiple fights now because uh, Florida is anything goes. Yeah. Yep. Has, anybody, has anybody been tracking whether or not I don't know people got sick after that? It seems like it's pretty decently easy to socially distance. Well, one fight got canceled. Yeah, somebody was sick when it started, like before yeah. the whole thing even started. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, they canceled that fight. Yeah, Jacques Ray uh, Souza showed up to weigh-ins, and he tested positive for the coronavirus. Motherfucker. Off the card. Day before the first card, yeah. Uh, so his fight got canceled, and his crew was told to leave. But no, we haven't heard any positive tests, but there, there's no... <laughs> There's no way to not get the coronavirus as a fighter if it's present. Right. It's just it's not possible with the sweat and the blood everywhere. That's why uh, I like Fight Island, man. I want it to be like Sakar when Thor <laughs> selling hotel rooms there. Let yeah. them do steroids, right? Let them do what they want to do and just freaking. Oh yeah, no. Let's fucking fight. turn that. Sh- let's turn that shit into Madge Report, man. Let's just go Dude. full on gladiatorial combat. That's Whoever voluntary gladiatorial combat. Yeah, you think how much money Dana White's going to make with hotels. It's going to suck for us, the fans, because they're not going to be coming around here anymore. They're going to be going there. Oh, mm-hmm. man, you should make it like Sakaar. It would be freaking awesome. <laughs> you, can I, <laughs> you can bring back the Moses like Stinger. There you go. <laughs> oh, I just know how – see, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't even joke about it because I know how little those guys are paid. I'm just like all this shit <laughs> oh, just pisses me off. It oh, just pisses me off. Fighters? Oh, yeah. UFC fighters are comically underpaid. Look up uh, Oscar De La Hoya and Dana White fight. And Oscar De La Hoya is uh, is now representing some UFC fighters. And he's saying, come to me where I'll pay you what you're worth, not like Dana White. And Dana White talks shit back to him. And so Oscar De La Hoya said, okay, let's have a fight one-on-one for charity. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Dana I'd like, like to see Dana White get his ass kicked. It didn't happen. Yeah, yeah no, Dana White's not. No, happen. he's not doing that. No, he just no. They're like the WWE wrestlers in a sense of not getting paid for what they're doing to their body, mm-hmm. and their sport. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's champions who make thirty thousand dollars a year from the UFC. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, and it's not a guarantee that each fighter has a uh, a fight and a card. Dana White may blackball you for so long, mm-hmm. and you're making just. Oh God! Barely anything to get by. You piss him off. You're not going to see the ring for a year, possibly. Yeah. Does Demet- Well, I was going to say Demetrius Johnson mm-hmm. uh, was the smallest champ. He was a flyweight champ. Uh, he defended his belt ten times. They he talked shit about Dana White, so they traded him to right. another promotion. Yeah. Huh. One of their most successful champions of all time. Uh, he traded him for just a guy who got knocked out in four seconds. <laughs> wow. Like, this is the kind of world it is. Like, uh, they just lost a champion because he, he complained because he was getting underpaid. Like, a lot of these guys are like, it's a, it's a joke what these guys are getting paid. And then there's Connor, who gets uh, all the money, even though he doesn't really, he's not really. He's got that whiskey good. money. He's got tons of money. But, you know, it's, it's MMA. MMA is as gross as boxing because. If you were one of the more grosser figures, like Colby, uh, Dana loves you and you get checks. It's the great white hope, great white hype, all of it. I'm uh, waiting for, and I, I think, think it will happen soon, Clutch Sports starting representing oh, yeah. some UFC fighters. Mm-hmm. And I would 
love to see the Dana mm-hmm. White versus Clutch Sports. Yes. Yeah. Fucking Rich Paul, man. Good for that guy. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Rich Paul. Yeah. Fuck Paul yeah. hero. Rich Paul. Yeah. But now, yeah. w- one more thing. Can you imagine like, going to, like, hey, what are you going to do this weekend? It's, it's Flight of Fight Island. Casinos and all that, and you can go to Flight... Oh, my God, that would be amazing. Helicopter ride to Flight Helicopter Island, ride? yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. Fuck it, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Start cloning shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to they're gonna have uh, Tiger King there running the fucking raptor pen. <laughs> oh, you saw who got who picked, got picked to play him in the movie? Nicholas no, Cage. I, I, Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage? Okay. Yep. I think that's, that's the moment good. where culture finally becomes self-aware. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I still, I still haven't watched it. I've never it's watched horrible. it. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's just it's like a car wreck. You can't no, you help it. You love it, man. You love trash. You love trash. I, yeah, trash. but I like a specific kind of it's trash. Redneck trash. <laughs> okay. It's redneck trash. See, I don't like redneck trash. Um, All right. All right. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I... I got a lot of laughs laughing at white people. There is. Like, really? Yeah. Tiger King's uh, boyfriend. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's like the best thing. He's got like three teeth. and. Uh, dude, oh. dude, dude, here's the thing. It takes place almost exclusively in Oklahoma and Florida. And Oklahoma is just Florida without a coastline, right? <laughs> and fucking, and, and even then, I'm like, like, that detail makes, helps me believe this. And I still have trouble believing this fucking story. It's the craziest fucking story ever. So my, is he gonna my wife get and out I are going to be my wife and I are going to be Tiger King and Carol Bassett for Halloween. Is he going to get out? Is Trump going to pardon him? I hope so. Oh my god, I hope so because he's he's definitely guilty of something. Yeah. He deserves to be in prison. I don't know if he's guilty of the thing that he did, but he's definitely guilty of some shit. He definitely deserves to be in prison. <laughs> Don't worry about the guy that sold an ounce and he's there for 10 years. <laughs> all his former yeah. friends on the thing, all his former friends. Oh. Yeah, did you see the follow-up the year later? Like, no. uh, they, uh-uh. they, they, they did an episode with Joel McHale interviews the people from the show. Oh, shit. I may watch that. Then. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. <laughs> and uh, like a year later and universally the, the, the attitude of all his former employees and some of them were his friends were like, Joe definitely, Joe didn't do <laughs> what he's in prison for. But Joe definitely deserves to be in prison. (laughs) Tell the Reaper to come another day for me. Either you rise or you fall. Let's uh let's cut it off there. Is this making, is this making the pot? I had to figure out a way to I had to figure out a way to edit that shit out. I don't know, maybe maybe that'll be the Bossa Nova. Okay. I still haven't done one. I've been just cutting them out. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah do that then. Either way. Yeah. yeah. Bossa Nova's just get cut out usually. All okay, right, man. Good. But with that, right. peace out, Roy. I'll be in touch. Thanks, guys. Pop poker. All right, man. Later. Let me...